Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap for December 4th through 8th. Uh, don't think we really had anything on the pipeline. Let me just do a quick checkaroonie. Oh, yeah, we did. Sorry. Holly, honey, I listened. Oh, Desperate Hospital. <laughs> I listened to the whole thing, and I remember watching every episode of Desperate Housewives, but apparently have no memory of it. None of this rang a bell. It's funny because there are three 90210 podcasts, and I can picture each episode they discuss clear as day. Yeah. So is there just not a Desperate Housewives? This Desperate Housewives podcast. Hold on. We might be getting a new one. There's a Desperate Housewives podcast. Is there? There is. Oh, my gosh. Wisteria Gay is a Desperate Housewives podcast. A Desperate Housewives rewatch podcast. Yeah. They started. Wait. They gone already. Yes. Oh, no. Guys, come um, back. Oh, no. I knew there was one. I knew there was one, but I didn't I didn't listen to it because everyone knows I don't listen to they podcasts. Up. Oh, there's even Best Desperate Housewives podcast 2023. So there's Desperate Housewives fan podcast, Desperate, Tales from Mysteria Lane, The Real, my thing just went away, The Real Desperate Housewife, Desperate Housewives After Show, The Real Desperate Lives, Nosy Ful- Fulfillment. That's the one that one of our friends sent us was Nosy Fulfillment. Oh, they have a host, Amanda. Oh, see? How yep. can you not love it? Okay. That is so funny. I knew there was desperate ones. But like she said, as we were talking about it, there were certain episodes that I was like, oh my gosh, I can 100%. It's like I just watched it watched it yesterday. And then there were other ones that I'm like, Mm-mm, nope, no clue what you're talking about. Yep. Well, you just have to rewatch it because it really is so good. And then quick update on the, remember I said that uh, Disney and Hulu were going to become one app? Yes. It is now Hulu on Disney Plus. 
Yes, I saw that. So, I, I forgot that we had talked about that. And yesterday I was at my son's house and we pulled up Disney Plus and he was like, oh, look, who was on there? And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's right. We knew about this. I knew this. But we still get Hulu headlines. Oh, so real quick, the fan spotlight for this upcoming Thursday is, oh, sorry, the 411 is going to be a fan spotlight. And we are going to be talking with a TikTok account, All General Hospital. Oh, yay. So that's going to be fun. I, I liked checking out his profile. Like, mm-hmm. He had all kind of good ideas. Every single day, pretty much posting really cool things. So yeah. Love it. Do you have anything? Nope. Okay. So for Hulu headlines, because it's still Hulu headlines, <laughs> on Monday, Brooklyn is skeptical. Drew informs Carly and Jocelyn about his plans. Sunny and Nina have a dis- disagreement. Molly presents TJ with an idea, and Ned confides in Lois. On Tuesday, Ava confronts Cyrus. Laura offers Esme reassurance. Curtis has questions for Sonny. Blaze opens up to Christina. Dante talks to Sam about his discovery, which I feel like there were some boundaries pushed there where uh, he was definitely yeah. saying some things that maybe we don't say, right? To, I don't know, anyone? Yeah. <laughs> On Wednesday, Elizabeth and Jake open up to each other. Alexis gives legal help to Finn and Martin. Jocelyn presses Adam about his family. Spencer and Esme have a tense moment. Dante and Jordan reveal something to Laura. On Thursday, Dante provides... This is like the Dante week. Right? Dante provides proof to Anna. Carly is intrigued by a customer. Scott and Lucy reminisce. Not a good idea. Portia informs Curtis about an experimental procedure. Gregory, Alexis, and Violet have an awkward encounter. And then on Friday, Anna updates Valentine. Molly and TJ make an offer. Brooklyn and Chase have an announcement. Lois and Olivia get some help from Cody. And Tracy remembers her past. Which I started to tear up. I didn't tear up, but I did not like it. I thought she was still on a plane to somewhere to find out information about Luke. I want Luke home for Christmas. Well, and instead she was coming home. Yes. Okay. All right. I know I'm backwards, but I'm sorry. That was no. like, do we want... So let's just... I feel like we can tie those two together because Jocelyn went to Kelly's to help because I guess the nighttime person called off or whatever. And right. Carly had an update on her grandmother. What was your first reaction when she was like, I have an update about your grandmother? Right. I assumed that it was going to be bad news that we were going to tell us. And then she gave her ice cream and she's like, okay, so are you avoiding something right now? Or because Carly didn't seem broken up, but then I'm like, well, no, Carly knows how to deliver bad news. Right. So she's not going to be, but I can't, I can't imagine Carly even having a smile. Mm-mm. You know, and, and not I having a red face or... I don't think that she would tell the kids one at a time. I know. think she would call a family meeting mm-hmm. and tell everyone together so that they could support each other. But so she tells her that Bobby is going to be staying in Amsterdam for a little while because she's buried in red tape and Tracy's being no help. And Luke, as expected, did was not a fan of paperwork. And so everything's basically a mess and Tracy's driving her crazy. So then I guess that explains why we saw on Friday Tracy coming back to Port Charles, but she was crying. She pulled up her phone and looked at the picture of her and Luke from their wedding day. But I couldn't help but my first impression was she's traveling home by herself. Right. And so was that supposed to be? I don't want Tracy to be the one delivering this news. No. And it cannot be the same week that Carly... Can we just not ruin the holidays? Right. Can we just think that Bobby is driving herself insane right now over in Amsterdam and in two months? Yes. When's Jackie's birthday? Hold on. Okay. Her birthday's March 6th. All right. Yeah. So let's wait until March. Yes. I'm I'm good with that. 
they're trying to do such a good job of making the holidays. Like, this week really did kind of get you in the spirit of, like, oh, it's Christmas time. Everybody getting their trees from, they're not called Boy Scouts, but the Boy Scouts. Port Charles Pioneers. Thank which, you. how was somebody from Bensonhurst in the Port Charles Pioneers? Riddle me this, Olivia. Right. Right. I was waiting for her to correct her and be like, well, obviously not Port Charles, right. but like the Bensonhurst. Bensonhurst Bears or something like that. <laughs> yes. The Bensonhurst Buccaneers. There you go. But anyway, it was cute that everyone was getting their trees from them. And I love little Backpackers. That's more campy. Backpackers. Yes. The first backpackers. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I was stuck on. Yep. Gotta have a cute name. But anyway, everyone getting their trees there and all that. I was like, oh, we're decorating. It's feeling homey. I like this. We cannot drop Bobby in the middle of this. No. 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 It's just, it's just not necessary right mm-hmm. now. We don't. No, if we've held off this long, we don't need to ruin the holiday. No. Not when we just did it last year with Luke. Right. I still can't on that one. Unless they're going to have Luke come home to deliver the news. Shannon's giving me the I don't like that face. I'm sorry. Okay. But we don't want Luke to be dead. He's not dead. I know he's not. But I don't want him to come back to Port Charles just to go tell. Do you think he'll say Caroline or Carly? Caroline. Yeah. It needs to come from him. Especially since they sent her over there. Mm Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Either way, can we not do it right now? No. Mm-mm. All right. So I kind of went to the end first. We can yeah. And you kind of got me in a really sad no, place. No sadness. I was just talking about it. It was like, happy holidays. Yeah. We saw Liz getting her tree, and that was whenever she had her heart. I don't know that that was a heartfelt moment. That was a difficult. I am glad to hear that. So Jake shared his concerns about Charlotte, and he's like, I have no idea what's going on. Like, she's not talking to me. Right. And she lies, mm-hmm. so I don't know what to believe. I think I said out loud to him at that moment, yeah, because she's psychotic. But I'm glad that he said, I know it was an accident, and then said, but I hate guns. Mm-hmm. Like, And then he's looking into all this stuff. I just wish that he had expanded upon it a little bit more, being that, you know, he's seen other ways that gun yeah. violence has impacted his life. Because again, at the end of the day, Anna Devane is a highly trained professional who 100,000% followed correct mm-hmm. gun ownership right, and procedure. Right. It was an absolutely god-awful mistake, mm-hmm. which she broke down to Felicia this week. Yes. And it, it's eating her up. I mean, she is definitely not what we have seen in the news. Where she's not justifying it. She's not. She's, she's saying, I shot a child. I feel awful. Yeah. I think that that's the part that's driving me crazy is in a good way, I guess. She is taking responsibility, but saying, let's look at the other side of this. Why was Charlotte in my house? Why was she doing these things? Why wasn't this told to me before? Right. And Valentine is just like, oh, she got that letter from Victor. So... It's fine. That was such a good scene, though, on Friday. It was when such a good scene. I don't know how him. she didn't punch him and be like, you... Because she's heartbroken about the fact that she got to the point where she was even in the position to shoot a child. Like, she cannot get beyond that, that she right. even was in that position, let alone put there based on lack of information mm-hmm. from the man that supposedly loves her. Mm-hmm. And... She and Dante had just gone and seen the coroner. Right. Who everything sealed. And everything was taken from the WSB. Right. And then prior to that, we saw Dante confessing to Sam that he took a key 
Right. Which we don't ever see Dante Dante break Dante never the, does bad things. But he just, he knew in his gut that if he let the WSB keep mm-hmm. that key, they were going to destroy whatever that right. key took you to. So then he and Anna go talk in the morgue. Right. I was waiting for a joke in there with how quiet it is. And like, you shouldn't want to hear other people talking. Yeah. So maybe that's the only safe place. Missed opportunity. You know, stay off the pier, go to the morgue. Right. <laughs> we can't change our name. No, but I'm saying if you actually want your stuff to stay quiet, the only people you can trust is dead people. So go to the morgue. Stay away from the pier. That is true. <laughs> but then the coroner comes in and says, well, I tried to tell you about the burn on this guy's leg. Right. And he's like, and I tried to tell tell the WSB, but they came in and like took everything. Mm-hmm. And he was like, they need to get some, someone needs to get them under control. And it's like, ah, uh, yeah, sure. Who? Right. Right. Exactly. They are the WSB. There right. is no, no one above them. Sorry. There's not like a <sighs> VRA. <laughs> nope. Very reasonable agency. There you go. Are those the letters that. that are double? Are those the letters that they're the, those are the ones above WSB, right? V is, yeah. Mm-hmm. T-U-V-W-X. Yes. Okay. You're such a dork. <laughs> I know my ABCs. You are such a dork. Okay. And then, okay, I guess we could just, okay, so then Anna goes and talks to Valentine. It's like, I just wanted to let you know they have proof that Charlotte is not the one who burnt down my house. Wait, I'm trying to help you right. to figure out your own feelings and to figure out how off the deep end your child went. I'm reassuring you that it didn't go so far as she burned my house down. That was an actual like WSB agent or previous agent, but your daughter still wrote murder on the door and she still broke into my hotel room yes. and destroyed my stuff. She was not letting him have. He's just like, yeah, she had a hard time. And Anna even said, if Charlotte would have been convicted of these crimes, her defense could not have been, oh, my dead grandpa told me. Right. And he is still like, he did not write fine. to her to go do those things. Right. Yep. She came up with those in her own brain. You need to be getting her help. Yep. And then he's like, well, how do you know? And she said, well, they have DNA that confirms. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, that means they must be in a database. Who is it? And she's, and like, she's like, nope, nope not telling you. And he's like, why? Really? Because I told you. I don't trust you. Exactly. Well, I hate that this is how they ended them. Yeah. But to be fair, I mean, it's kind of one of the only things that could possibly happen. Right. And it's her ending it. Mm-hmm. Not him with, hey, you shot my kid. I'm mm-hmm. done with you. It's, oh, shoot, my lies put you in the position where you did shoot my child. Exactly. I, I just don't understand how he's not getting it. I can understand not wanting to believe that your child did something so awful. Like, as parents, we like to see the best in our kids. But when you have what is the proof, bad? the proof to the point that you're trying to hide it, you can't then stand there and be like, oh, no, but really, it was this letter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if the letter is what brought it on. Go get your kid help. Like, right. That's part of good parenting. Your child is going to have some mental health issues from the fact that she got this letter from grandpa. She did these horrible things and that she was shot. Why are we avoiding it? Who said it that even though it was an accident? Oh, I think it was Valentine too, Anna, where he said, Charlotte was afraid of you and you shooting her. And he didn't blame her. Like I definitely right. didn't see. But he said, but that really didn't help the case that you're not bad at her yeah like that you're not bad like she was trying to oh what did he say i'm not happy with the choices she made but i am proud of her for standing up for and i'm like right no right he's like you as an experienced wsb agent it is pretty 
I don't think he used the word impressive, but if that's what he was getting at, it was pretty impressive that this teenage girl like stood up against you and caused fear. And she's like, you say this like you're proud of her. Yeah. And then he was like, well, I mean, not really, but kind of. Yeah, that's what you're saying. I just don't like it. I know Valentin has always been like the doting dad that would do anything for his daughter, but this is pushing it. Mm-hmm. This is not helping her. And he has to see that. He had his own issues growing up. Like, come on. Right. And Felicia was, that was such a good scene between the two of them. Yes. I love their friendship. Mm-hmm. I didn't even write anything down about them because I was just like, aw. Oh, I just love them. So then I guess we could just stick with Mr. Brennan. Oh, we still don't have a first name. We don't. It's just Mr. Mm-hmm. So Mr. Brennan goes to Kelly's and... He wants a BLT? No. First he had a burger. Oh, right, 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 right. And he's like, are they... Do you have good burgers? And Carly's like, mm-hmm. Well, that was last week that he had the... Last week was the burger. The burger. This week. And then he came back this week. Yeah, For yes, a yes. BLT. And that is right. Yes, I'm like, sorry. I forgot that... Because we only saw him on Thursday or Friday last right, week. Right. So that's end. why... Yeah. Yep. No, I'm with you. And so she's like, yeah, our BLTs are legendary. And I'm like, I still don't understand how BLT <laughs> legendary, but okay. I mean, a serial killer loved them. They become popular. I I guess. I don't know what I want to eat. What a serial killer is eating. A friend of mine got me the serial killer cookbook. Oh, God. And it's, it's all of their last meals. Wow. Before. Uh-huh. It's our mutual friend got that for me for nice. Christmas one year. Nice. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Remind me to tell you my serial killer story during my reality check. Well, now I'm scared. Hold on. I'm going to just jot that down. It, it's kid appropriate, just so you know. It's not, like, totally inappropriate. So, I already ruined her for this week, so it's okay. You can do something. Okay, cool. <laughs> It'll be part of my Madeline's reality check. here, too, if you hear, like, a few oh, yeah. little extra yeah, sound those, effects. Those little coughs in the background. She's not sick anymore, but that, like, draininess oh, is still happening. Yeah, and it's we got weird yeah. weather going on up here. So, anyway. So, Mr. Brennan, where was I? Oh, the BLT. Yes. yes. So, he sits down and orders it and is, like, totally flirty. She is flirty. I, I mean, I know Carly I loves... I think she was flirty as much as she was just being nice. Like, she wasn't flirty. I think she was interested. She was talking to him. She was asking him questions. That's not eh, flirty. I think she knows her flirty works to get information, and she is curious as to what's going on. I think she was flirty. Carly has those certain looks that she gives. I feel like she was flirty. I don't feel like she like crossed a line like yeah. she's trying to hook up with him, but she definitely used her. And I thought like that was flirty. I don't think it was flirty. I think she was just asking questions. That's what you do when you work in the public like that. You ask questions. You're like, oh, so for me, I'll tell him, so what are you doing here? Oh. That's not flirty. I think she can tell that he has an interest in her. Question, which one of her exes is a spy? True. But that's current. She said my ex was a spy. I thought she said, oh, I thought she said. I rewound it and watched the closed captions. I could have spy. But yeah, I guess, I guess she I thought she said my ex was a spy. Is an ex-spy. Jax wasn't a spy. Nope. Because that's who Carly's ex-husband uses security consultants and used to be a spy. She said, my ex-husband uses security consultants and used to be a spy. Who? Yeah. Carly Spencer. Spy ex-husband. Not AJ. Mm-mm. Was Lorenzo a spy? No, because she wouldn't refer to him as... Mm-mm. No, he wasn't a spy. He was just... But swanny. neither was Jasper and neither was Sunny. <laughs> You're cute calling him Jasper. 
Well, I'm reading. Yeah. Neither was Jason. I think I think the line was written wrong or she said it wrong. I think it's supposed to say my boyfriend is an ex-spy. Unless she didn't want to let him know that she has a boyfriend because she was being flirty to get information. Boom. She wasn't being flirty. She was flirty to get information. I don't, I don't she know. She may not have been flirty at the table originally, but after he left and came back, because he left because Robert came in, which I don't know how you didn't see him, like, like the whole, the whole restaurant didn't see him, like, cowering mm-hmm. away. But anyway, he left because Robert came in and then he showed up later and was like, I'm so sorry. I don't normally order food and then leave. I had to make this phone call and I needed my satellite phone and blah, blah, blah. He was definitely he was flirty. She was flirty back then. She gave him that Carly look of, hmm, with her eyes that she does. I don't think she was flirty. Yep. She knows it gets her information. I'm not saying it was wrong. Not everyone uses their personalities in manipulation. I think she just really wanted to ask questions. I think she was flirting. I think what she wanted that? info, but I don't think she was flirting. Being nice. Okay. But anyway, before all that. So, okay, so we're kind of going, this is the backwards episode. <laughs> it is. I'm sorry. So, earlier in the week, we had seen him with, who's that dude from Pikeman? The guy that we've seen. Yeah. Pikeman. We've seen him. Was in his hotel room with Mr. Brennan. Mm-hmm. And they talked about how Sonny didn't take the money. And they talked about, so it's Anna and Sonny were both the target. Yep. It, I mean, that's how I was reading that. Absolutely. Brennan is the director of the WSB and the head of Pikeman. Do you want to bet that Michael's deal with RCE is the leverage that they are using to get to Sonny? Yeah. It's an Australian-based company. Right. He is definitely, and if he knows Robert, I'm not saying that all Australians know each other, but from the WSB and also from that. Right. How much do you want to bet? That that is the other leverage that they are using to get to Sonny. He, like, honestly doesn't even know. This isn't part of his get back at Well, that's what happens still. when you go after things with the wrong motive and the wrong mindset. How about he went after as a ploy to one up Ned and now he's gonna get himself dug in a hole. How about Lois telling Ned that he ran his numbers wrong? I oh, loved that. Loved loved that. <laughs> You're off by like hundred and twenty five thousand dollars or something like that. I'm hoping that Ned can find a way to stop it, especially if it is part of whole bringing down Sunny, like you're saying, and everything. But I just love that Lois is like, well, maybe it would help if your numbers were right, because that's not correct. And now he does have more of a reason to be upset by it. So it's not even that Michael just did this entire thing by himself and Ned's jealous. Right. It's Ned had something darn next to signed, and Michael went in and changed everything, everything. about it. And Lois says, well, what were they going to do? Wait for you when you weren't even saying that? fair absolutely however they should have been having it at the board meeting saying well here's what ned has in place and i feel these changes need to be great and have it be a fight and have it be whatever because yes the deal would have died if michael had not taken over or whatever because but ned had done the work but he's still just a shareholder yeah right and members of the board would have said when Ned was in his right mind, he knew what he was doing. So I have right. faith in the deal that he wrote up. Right. It's not like he made those concessions as Eddie Main coming in going, well, I guess I got to figure this out. This exactly. sounds good. Let's- yes. So certain board members would be like, no, I don't want you changing what Ned originally wrote. Right. He knew what he was doing. Keep it as is. And then maybe we wouldn't have been in this situation that way either. But I really, really, really hope that Ned can stop it and that Lois has something to do with it of... 
no, their paperwork doesn't line up. Look, right, this math doesn't work out. And then she brings up Edward and about how he would be so happy to see you guys fighting and blah, 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 blah. And how it is sad. It absolutely is. is sad. I just, I really thought that she was going to have Ned's back a little bit more on the way that it was done, not just that Michael stepped in. I mean, I don't think she has all the information yet to see the big picture. So yeah, she's thinking he's just mad because they didn't go with his deal. Right. And he would need to get over that. Right. And if it hadn't been, and the thing is, Ned's deal could have been absolutely perfect. I still think Michael would have changed it just so that it's right. just his deal yes. that got accepted, not. Exactly. And if you're doing something for credit, that's just wrong motive too. Right. Especially in a family business. Like we're all supposed to be working for each other here. I don't know. There's wrong and right motives. Yeah. Well, I mean, we knew that Michael and Drew weren't on the right motives as the whole conversation was unfolding before Ned walked in. Right. What was that, two weeks ago or whatever? So Because now their entire motive is just to make sure Ned is away. And that's the thing. It's not even... They're not even giving us good reasons as why they would do better. Mm -mm. It's just they think that Ned turned them into the SEC. Yep. But guess what, guys? It's all revenge. Even if he did, it wasn't wrong that he did. Yeah. I don't know. They'll have to work it all out, but I... I don't want Sonny to go down for something whenever Michael's not even realizing that he's helping with that. Yeah. No, no, no. Or do you think that they're going to use Michael as leverage towards getting Sonny to do what he wants mm. them to do? That could be too. So then we saw Sonny and Nina talking and Sonny's like the whole reason that Carly even wound up in the position that she's in is because they were trying to use her to get to me. And Nina, when is she going to come clean and say, no, it's because of me. Right. She's like, oh, because I kept you hidden. So she had to go up against the mob. No. I mean, yes, but no. Right. It's more than that. It's because you're the one that started all this stuff with turning them in. And again, not that they didn't do something wrong, but your motive for turning them in was not because you are so against doing wrong things. It's because you wanted to get Carly in trouble. Right. And she really asked him if, is Ava right? Is your life in danger? Because again, I roll. she didn't know who she was marrying. Right. Did she have some amnesia? What the heck? Right. Like, come on. You've known about this man forever. I'm just, I'm over her. Over yeah. her, over her. I know that's nothing new, but especially this week, she was back to playing dumb. I can at least have a little respect whenever she's saying, look, I'm being a jerk, but I'm going about it because I'm being a jerk. <laughs> not these times that she's like, oh, even if she had it. not said, oh, so it's my fault because I kept you in Nixon Falls because she has the entire truth, right? She knows that the reason is because you called the SEC. Yes. And, and yes. Carly right. did have to step right. into the role because you kept, kept him. So yes, mm -hmm. that that is accurate, but he's not blaming you. It, first of all, Nina, you were in no part of that sentence included. Nope. It was Carly had to do this because I had amnesia and was in Nixon Falls. At no point did he say, because you didn't tell her that I was alive. Right. He stated facts. Yep. You're internalizing a little bit too much there. <laughs> Your guilt. Exactly. Finally, her guilt's getting to her a little bit. Oh, so annoying. But yes, yeah, so then later on when we see Brennan came back and he did offer to take Carly out too. And she's like, um, I'm seeing someone who's like, of course you are. Here's money. And gave her flowers. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't know how people didn't see, but Robert was smitten by Diane. So that's all that he saw. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I I just hope that Carly makes the connection soon enough. That can't be the first time that they're in the same place at the same time. No. So, that's, it's going to be interesting to see. 
especially if he thinks he has an interest in Carly because he's going to be hanging out there. So Brennan is definitely, so Pikeman is definitely not in the mob though. So man, everything really did tie together this week because Sonny and Curtis were talking and Curtis was like, I just need information. Mm -hmm. I want to find out who shot me and why. Right. He knows that it wasn't him. And he asked about Pikeman and then Curtis is like, well, did you give him what you're on? He's like, well, not entirely. Mm -hmm. So then, okay. So at the morgue, Dante filled in Anna also that Forsyth was probably killed to bring her out. Yes. Of quote hiding, which she's not really in. No. But to get her out and about and I guess possibly, I guess maybe someone's trying to find her with. Because the report, that was the other thing Brennan said, was um, that Forsyth said that he had the report. They don't know where it is. That's right. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I know that there was more said somewhere. It wasn't at Kelly's. It was at the at hotel. The Brennan said Brennan it at the hotel, the but yeah. Anna and Dante had that at conversation the at the morgue. And that was right before the coroner came in. Because was that after Dante filled Sam in on having the key and doing all those things? Because he was explaining Forsyth to Sam. Right. I think that was after. Okay. But after like, he had already talked to Anna. After Dante and Anna had been at the morgue. I honestly cannot remember. I can't either. But I would I don't think, think so because he like flashed the key for all of us to still be like, oh, he had Dante. The key. Right. So it would have had to have been the morgue before Sam, right? Well, the original morgue with Chase is when he took the key. When they were identifying the body. Yes, 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 is yes. Is when they took it. He went back just to talk to Anna. Right. And at the end of that conversation is whenever he flashed the key. But did he then talk to Sam about it? Whatever the order was, he winds up filling Sam in on everything. And I mean, I guess that was nice to see her being supportive and kind of posing questions to him. But at the same time, it's like, I don't think you should be talking about this with her. Right. Right. You are a cop. You're not supposed to be stealing keys. And when you do, you don't really want to tell everyone, even your girlfriend, that you did that. Because she is just your girlfriend, not your wife. So you got no kind of protection. There. Correct. Yes. She's also your sister's sister. Stop. Sister, sister. Stop. We're not going there today. <laughs> so gross. Are we moving on to her sisters? Hold on. No. Okay. Let's finish up Dante. Hold on. Mm -mm. Then Dante is called to speak to Laura. And she's like, so a doctor was murdered. Why don't you have more info? Mm -hmm. Turns out Austin was Airbnb in his place. Yeah. Short-term rental or weekend rental. And he was shot. Like, and that's, that's all that all they we're had. Getting. Yep. So, oh, but they did bring up, he brought up Cyrus having motive. Because Jordan was like, well, that makes sense. I've seen him break plenty of laws. No kidding. Yeah. Thanks for that, Jordan. Where would we be without you? But then all that was after Laura went to, oh, no, okay. So first. No, let's just work backwards. Work backwards. <laughs> Laura went to see Cyrus. That was heartbreaking. Okay, if that, we hadn't seen, if I hadn't, if he didn't have the elevator scene with Austin, uh -huh. I think that that would have convinced you possibly a little bit to my side of that he is genuinely trying. No. Okay. It wouldn't have. Maybe not. But it would have made you more concrete in your feeling I that feel you like right. everything that he said, though, was genuine to Laura about, you know, first of all, okay. Martin, you don't need that 50 grand a month because every single penny of Florence's care has come through Cyrus. Right. Not from wife number three's alimony. And I think we already knew that Marty that's was what just, Martin justified. I know, but I think we already knew he was just being a little selfish. <sighs> no, I wanted to believe that the only reason he considered keeping it was for his mother's care. I'm too nice. You are. Okay. 
Sometimes I'm I have more friends. <laughs> you're still so naive. Like I don't think someone's flirty. I don't. I think I think people have true motives. Like not true mo- like motives, but like honest intentions. That's why I get screwed so much. <laughs> I feel like if someone was giving you fifty thousand dollars, that you would want to justify it any way that you can. So maybe he doesn't pay directly for his mom's care but he pays for all the hummingbird cakes that she gets or something. And so he is $12 a cake, $20 a cake, $25 a cake. I'm not saying that his motive is a hundred percent or his excuse is a hundred percent accurate. I'm just saying maybe he's using it to justify it that way because yeah, I wouldn't want to give up $50,000 either. I don't know. I've had bad enough people in my life that I don't care if I'd be broke. I'd rather not take their money than to have that leverage over. Uh, I don't know. In his case, he doesn't You're live with the her. The He's power. just sending that check. I've, I've never had the option to not deal with people I would choose to not deal with instead of taking their money. But you could. Uh-uh. You could say no. I could say no to the money, but I right. couldn't not ever talk to them again. Oh, no, no, no. But I'm just saying that like his still accepting the money still gives her power. Why would you want that? Especially for $50,000? Yeah, you can think you have whatever power you want over me if I don't have to talk to you and yet $50,000 no. gets deposited in my account every month. No, just because you think it doesn't mean it's true. And heck yeah, I'll take that money. Nope. All right. I'd rather have... If there was legit strings to it that he had to do something for her or was under her control or something, then yeah. Oh, like not being able to be in a loving relationship? He's in a loving relationship. Right, but he can't marry Lucy because then he loses. Therefore, she has the power over his life. I don't think he really wants to marry Lucy. (laughs) Then that's a whole other thing that you just need to be more honest about. Right, but I honesty, that's a hard thing for people to do. (sighs) He's already gone through three wives. I think he's scared of marriage, and this is then the perfect excuse. Answer. I understand, but yeah. he's not going to tell her that because what woman is going to want to hear, I am too scared to marry you. Like, love is supposed to be all lovey-dovey. It's supposed to be. But this time, it'll be different. Fourth marriage is the charm or something. Yeah. So he can't say that to Lucy. So the money is a perfect excuse. And we're not even talking about this right now because we're talking about Cyrus. I'm just saying. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Back to Cyrus. Cyrus is paying all the money. Good job, Cyrus. I'm not doubting that Cyrus cares about his he's like, mother and his family. I took care of Spencer because he's your grandson, and that's what family does. And 
you know, he's like, listen, why are you, you said that I can't come see you at work. So like, why are you here? And she's like, well, cause I have a private office and yours is a public. He's like, we're closed. Like you really shouldn't be here checking up on me. And he's like, you know, oh, and next week I'm going to see my mom. Even if she didn't miss me, I miss her. And I don't know. I, I think that he really is still struggling. I don't think that he is as reformed as I was hoping he was. Thank you. But I do think that he truly, truly is still trying. He's like, I've been here every single night that I've had this job. So what are you trying to pin on me now? And that actually goes backwards to bring us to Ava because Ava came to ask him why he killed Austin. Right. And he's like, I've been here every night. Why did you have Austin killed? Because you have less of an alibi than I do. Right. Ooh. That was kind of good on that. I know. I'm so mad, though, because he's right. She's like, yeah, I left the gallery through the back door that does not have a camera. Do you think he legit did not know that Austin was dead? I really couldn't tell. No, I think he knew that Austin was dead. I just don't think that he physically did it. I think he ordered it. Yeah. But... I'm not saying even bad people still have some good tendencies in all your murder mystery, crazy stuff that you've seen serial killers. You've seen that there are people that that you still want to protect. Even Sonny, like we've talked about, that's why it's a struggle to love, hate Sonny because he's a jerk in so many ways and a bad guy. But then he has his family that he would literally lay down his life for. And that makes you want to, Oh, so I think Cyrus loves his mom unconditionally and would do anything for her i think that he wants to love his family and his family to feel the same but does that mean that he's not out ordering hits on austin and doing other bad stuff no no it doesn't still just need the entire story there oh because who did he tell it to he's like i put him through medical school was it telling that's that Ava Ava? Or laura it was one of the two of them i mean it was at the grill but I think that was Ava that he was like, why would I, didn't he tell you I put him through medical medical mm-hmm. school and I did this and I did that. So why would I kill him? Yep. And that's what we want to know, Cyrus. Can you please tell us why did you want to kill him? Cause we're very sad that he's gone. Yes. <sighs> so. All right. I guess from there we can just do that. As moved out, Laura. That was nice. Supported her. Yes. It's like, if it doesn't work out, then you come back here. But I'm so proud of you. And if I thought this was a bad mistake, I would not have co-signed. Right. And Spencer apologized. Mm -hmm. And I think that Esme finally got that it wasn't the control thing that she was assuming it was. It was no, he like really loves his brother. Right. Oh, it was very. He's he's never going to see him again. I know. I don't understand why we don't have every Wednesday playdates or something. Like, come on. But then he text Trina and Trina came over and hugged him and that was it. Yeah. Because she had been out picking a tree with Marshall and Curtis. Mm-hmm. And apparently Curtis is like super Christmas snob. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect tree. It, their tree did look beautiful. It did. Marshall did a very good job. I actually it liked did. their tree more than the Quartermain tree. It was more homey. The Quartermain tree is more decorative. Yeah. You know, it's more like what you'd see in a department store, not yeah. In an average living room. Right. So, oh, and then this was before they went to Kelly's. Robert and Diane were there and Alexis kind of peeked her head around because she heard them when she was there with Gregory and Violet picking out a tree. And Robert and Diane are getting all cutesy. They were. And she's like, oh, you're finally getting a tree. And Diane's <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> right. It's like, I'm going to 
yell at you later, friend. You just busted me out in front of my boyfriend. Yep. Of course I'm getting a what? tree. And then she's like, Elias I didn't know that she lied. I said, lie about something so stupid is that you don't get a Christmas tree. She every saved year. herself. She was yep. like, I said, I think about it. And this year I'm finally following through. Yep. And then Gregory comes over and decides so to be for. super Scrooge. That was so uncalled for. And I'm sorry, and Gregory. A child too. Exactly. Exactly. I could see sorry. if it was just you guys or if there was a little alcohol involved or something, but no, in front of Violet, you're her grandpa. And it's just her better things. Yeah. Like, I definitely expect better than him. Right. When it comes to... Right. Even Robert said to Diane, like, everyone's entitled to representation. What is right. his issue? And she's like... He doesn't get that? Yeah. I mean, it's his son. Okay. That doesn't mean... I can understand not liking someone, but you don't say that to their face out in public in front of your granddaughter. And Alexis 100% had mm-hmm. Diane's back. Great friend. Yes. Good job. She's like, by the way, Team Finn. However, Diane is doing her legal obligation to people who have her on retainer from before Finn was exactly. even in their world. Right. So knock it off. Exactly. Diane's doing her job. Yes. You can't be mad at her for friendship. that. Yeah. Friendship. And then Gregory and Alexis and Violet picked a tree. And, and Violet was like, I want a Charlie tree. Brown one. Thanks. And then they brought it home, and it was barely taller than her. Mm-hmm. And it was all so sideways. Cute. And they decorated it, and then she sang them a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. And Chase was there with Brooklyn, and yep. they announced their engagement, because that did actually oh, happen. Yeah, let's go backwards was, again. Exactly. That was all the way back on Monday. That She was like, no, you're proposing to me because my grandma and my mom basically told you to, and I don't want it to happen that way. Right. And he was so cute because he was like, no, actually, boom, I bought this beautiful ring weeks ago. Before I even met Gloria. I just wanted, like, they sped up the process in my mind of like, I can't wait to ask you. And she was like, oh, and then he was like, I know it's not that big. I was a beautiful ring. Like, what's wrong with you, Chase? I'll take that any day. Thanks. So the three... The most important moments in her life, she jokingly said that it was scoring Jonas Brothers tickets in 2010, but then it was the last time she saw Edward when she wrote her first song and when she gained a brother in Leo and Chase is like, well, I I want this to be up there. Didn't say to replace. Right. 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 I want this to be one that you have on that list. Yes. And so then at um, Finn's house. Violet's like, can you reenact it for me? I want oh, to yes, see that was not the, the that was not my style. I, I thought you were going for the oh, when Violet was like, when are you buying Daddy Aunt a ring, Elizabeth? <laughs> yeah, Daddy, <gasps> when are you buying Aunt Elizabeth a, re- a ring? Well, maybe that's why we got the explanation from Olivia and Lois about the word Zaza, 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 Zaza. I think Zoya. No, not um, Desperate Housewives. Zaza or Desperate. Devious Nate. Oh, Zoila. That was Zoila. Zoila was Devious Nate. Zaz, Zazi? Something. Anyway, and it was like how people can be your aunt, even though they're not biologically related to you. And they like went on to this whole long thing. And Cody's like, so I could call you that, Lois? And she's like, no. I mean, technically, yes, but no, do not call me that. Zia. Zia? Okay. Zaya. Yeah, Z-I-A. It's that, the word for it's, aunt in Italian is... Zaya. Zaya. Okay. So maybe that's why we got the explanation of aunt, even though Elizabeth is actually Violet's aunt. It was to make it a little less creepy. Zia. There you go. Well, we learned some Italian today. And then, so at the quarter main house, Lois is like, 
why is this house not decorated yet? And she gave the background of Reginald. Yes. A mini. We gave a better background of Reginald. But I love the fact <laughs> that she continues to bring in the history from the mm-hmm. 90s. She's like, no, December 1st, Lila would have had this entire place decorated from top to bottom. And apparently there were only a few pieces that didn't come out until Christmas Eve. And so I didn't watch Friday's episode until this morning. And not for TMI, but my husband and I were in bed and I was watching it. And he's just like listening. He watches. Don't right. let him. Yeah. We all know that he watches enough. And so he's go. Lois is talking about the train set. And he goes, are they saying that the Quartermains are the Vanderbilt? Because, okay, this is why, like, my husband is my, because I married a nerd. Yeah, I got no idea what she's talking about here, folks. So they had railways. And I told him, I said, well, there's been talk of they try to steal little pieces from some of the right. more prominent families that, you know, built up the, I'll just say economy or whatever. I Yes. Of the, so there was a History Channel series called The Men Who Built America. And that was like Carnegie, Vanderbilt, Frick, yeah. Mellon, all those. Lots of them are from Pittsburgh. They are. Just saying. But... I just thought that was so funny because I was like, I wasn't even listening to that. Yeah. And I pick up on that stuff. Right, right, right. And he's like, no, that's Vanderbilt. I'm like, aw, look at you being a nerd with me. Oh, my God. You guys are so cute. And then. Nerded out together. And so then they had Cody come and help decorate. And, okay, guys, I tried to read the books. Oh, my God. There was too many. And all the writing. So I love the aesthetic that they're all white. But also all the text is like, there was one that said my last trip home and um, something madness, infectious madness or something like that. Those were like the only two that I could read. And then I'm looking, I'm like, they challenged me. They did it on purpose. The writers did it on purpose. They did. And they're like, we need to load up this wall. Yeah. Like 50 books. Like figure these out, Shannon. Right. Mm -hmm. Guys, not fair. Thank you for toning down her nerddom. (laughs) They thwarted your plan. I know. And then Cody helped them decorate. And then Tracy comes in. Nope. Nope. What is this? Right. Just like, what holiday was that? Oh, Easter, right? That she came in and was like, it looks like the Easter bunny threw up out there. Yep. Well, thankfully she didn't say that. Although Lois was like, so we're not waiting for Monica to come home. Right. To decorate. Oh, and Olivia gave the background of... They talked about their childhood and how they used to like sneak out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that getting in trouble at school. Yeah. Decorating the gym as punishment. Yep. That was cute. I love when they reminisce like that. Mm-hmm. Super cute. But I guess Olivia is like crazy into Christmas, but Monica has kind of made her take a step back and Monica wants a real tree. And Lois is like, yeah, so me too. Mm-hmm. Are you a real tree or fake tree? Fake tree. Me too. Did you grow up with a real tree or fake tree? Fake tree. I grew up with a real tree. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. I kind of thought you just stuck with what you knew. Nope. So. Um, oh, and then Marshall's mom, Irene, or Marshall saw Curtis's mom, mm-hmm. Irene, and he broke down. We have really not seen him. We saw it for a little bit, but nothing really ever came from his misdiagnosis. Right. And how he is learning to adapt and any possible recourse that has come from it. Fair enough. At the time, with the information that they had, that was the diagnosis. And things change. Right. It makes you actually it would, thankful for our system that at least you can ask to get a second opinion and right. there's information out there. But it, I wish that he was doing more to educate or to work with them on, right. okay, how, how did this happen and mm-hmm. who else is out there? 
Right. You know, are you guys reaching out to people that were also diagnosed around the same time as me with Right. There should like, be like a PSA of yeah. you need to get reevaluated every ten years, twenty years, something because things change and And I'm not talking about health. the class action lawsuit that were you treated by Doctor right. Blah 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 right, right, right. No, no. Just your own health. Mm-hmm. You wanna know. Mm. And Alexis and Martin prepped Finn. I feel like that's kind of self-explanatory. He reacted the way that we all expect. And Alexis pretended to be a Diane. Right. And her and Martin are both like, oh, my gosh, quit being you. Yes, exactly. No, that I mean, there was a lot of that wasn't a mushy thing, but there was a lot of mushy stuff this week. But it, mm-hmm. it all is pretty much whatever. We finally saw Blaze and Christina have the conversation about their past relationships mm-hmm. and then they had a little smoochy smooch so we're excited to see where that goes well blaze brought champagne mm-hmm. to christina's and christina said okay blaze cannot be your real name what is it and it is allison rogers ramirez and she has family down in texas do you know who else has family down in texas with the family name ramirez who's that alicia yep yep but then blaze talks about her uncle i did not like this part she talks about her uncle that for whatever reason, no one in the family talks to him. She doesn't know if it's because if he is or is not gay. And if it is, is, is that what would happen to the, that is huge. Mm -hmm. It's not, well, my uncle came out when he was 20 and now no one talks to him. It's, I don't even know if that's why, honey, I am one of the most paranoid people you'll ever meet, but that is a stretch. Right. Right. There's something else there. There's a million other reasons for people to not talk to family. Yeah. In the past 20 years, someone would have reached out to him and been like, let me understand where you're coming from instead of just cutting someone off for their entire life. But then Christina told her about Kiefer. And this is like the first time we've heard about Trey and Kiefer. Yes, because yes, he was part of the mob princess crap that we do not talk about. That's right. That we will do a 411 about someday. And then she shared about Parker. Yeah. And at the time, I don't think I realized how big of an age difference there was. Yeah. And now I have a problem with it. Yeah. Like, now I understand. Right. I wasn't that young when that storyline took place. No, but professors shouldn't be dating students, period. And then whenever you think of that. That's kind of more understanding of how that could happen. Because I don't think that she knew she was her student. I forget. She knew she she was was her her student. student, Or she knew she was a student when they met. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. I couldn't remember. She knew. Anyway. Sorry. That age gap. And the fact that she was a student, two of them together, just no. But I did like them being there for each other and discussing what, you know, they had gone through to get there. And Christina saying, if we're going to pursue a relationship, I'm not going to push you to put it out there publicly if that's not what suits you. Right. You're not like you're not ashamed of me and won't put it out there. You have these family issues. I get that. Right. Thank you for explaining it. And she shared about how Sunny and Alexis reacted. And she was like, so the big issue my mom had was the age and the fact that she was my professor. And she's like, and she's not wrong. Just don't tell her that. Right. Right. But then she shared about her dad. Yeah. So I'm just trying to figure out how is she fitting into Felicia's family and why are we doing this? Uh, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. They'll let us know. But then. Finally, Molly double checks that Christina wants to be the surrogate and they discuss possible problems. But then Molly goes and talks to TJ and TJ's like, ah, no. But then he kind of comes around. I can't decide. I don't know. I don't know if I like it or not yet. Mm-mm. I don't like how definitive they are that and you're not going to have these problems. No. Uh, right. You cannot say that. You're not. 
And for all we know, Christina may not have the same problems as Molly, but that doesn't mean that she doesn't have something. And you can be 100% perfectly healthy by every measure that they put you under and still not get pregnant or still not carry a baby to term. And they will never have an answer for you. It's It actually is called unexplained infertility because there's no rhyme or reason for why it's not working. It's just not. So, Christina, you cannot guarantee her a baby. And I so when Molly gave her a whole big speech at the end of the week about how I felt entitled that this was going to happen to me. And, you know, there's nothing I can't work for. I'm like, okay. So when are you going to say, because we talked about this last week, it's almost like Molly wants to have a baby just because she was told that she couldn't. Exactly. And I feel like they're trying to change that. The further that we go on. Yeah. yeah. Because of the way she was looking at Amelia and all that stuff. But I'm sorry. I don't know why you feel entitled because no one should feel entitled to have a child. And on top of that, if you want a definite outcome of a child, which is still not even definite, but you're improving your odds by a good chance, then you would go the adoption route. Uh-huh. Yeah. If that's all it was about is I want a child to raise adoption. Or I feel like TJ and Molly, with their life experience of he's a doctor and she's in law and whatever, they would be perfect foster parents or foster mm-hmm. to adopt. Yeah. I don't understand why we're not looking more at that option. But I think I gave this whole soapbox speech we did. a few well, weeks we ago thought, because it makes me angry. Well, because we thought that they should adopt someone, a baby that has special needs. Yes. We talked about that. Right. And that would be great. It would. So, I don't know. I mean, I guess... I like the happy feeling for I the holidays, coming, but I don't... They're doing better than they did originally yeah. with it. But I don't know. I still don't like... Because here's what's going to happen. Blaze is going to say something about the fact that she doesn't want anything to do with children. And Christina's going to second guess being a surrogate for Molly and TJ. Yep. And then we're going to have a problem. And we don't need that. Nope. People that probably should not have had a child, except for we like the character, Adam. Mm-hmm. Poor kid got a 97. Okay. I want both sides of the story, though. Because he calls and doesn't say, I just got a 97 on my quiz. It was nice on my makeup. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I have a son in college right now. If my son said, I had to, like, I got this grade on a makeup, makeup. you would ask, I would 100% why you missed the first one. Why you missed the first one? Or yep. did you fail the first one and you had to do a second chance? Right. It's not a matter that it's not good enough, the new grade. It's, I want to know why you missed the original test. Right. Were you sick? Like, you didn't tell me what happened. Right. And then Adam did lie and said that he had to take Joss to the hospital. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like we got... Cause then did his dad say that the 97 wasn't good enough? I think he was okay with the 97, but like that was expected to be the standard. Right. Because then we saw him go back to his room. Well, when he asked Joss what she got and she said a 90, and he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. You'll do better next time. Yeah. But I'm sorry, based on the half of the conversation that we got... and. I, for the life of me, I cannot remember if he wound up having to justify that 97 was okay or if he was being made to feel like it was not. If he was being made to feel like it was not, then that's not okay, Dad. Mm-hmm. But I don't see where Dad went wrong with asking why was it a makeup. Right. Obviously, we did not hear his tone. We did not hear anything like that. And I'm sorry that I said that they should not have had children because that did not sound right the way that I said it. It was a really bad <laughs> transition. <clears throat> I know what you meant. Okay. If they're that hard on their child at all times and expect perfection, you should not have a child if you expect perfection because no one is perfect. And no matter how good of a job you do raising your child, they will not be perfect. Guess what? Child are their own people. Exactly. Children are oh, their I own people. Oh, I loved that. That part of the conversation with Lois. Yes. Oh, that was so 
nice. She's like, we are gardeners, not carpenters. And I was like, yes, I love this. Because that's why I like gardening so much. Because I know some people think like I'm more controlling. I do like things like as they go, like how they should go. But I really am okay with how things just happen. And that's one of my favorite things about gardening is, no, you can do, you have to feed them. You have to plant them correctly. But then God just does his thing. Yeah. And I'm like, here you go. Mm -hmm. But there are some gardeners, though, that are super controlling and obsessive about it. Yeah. And I'm just like, nope, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And however they come up, if they are meant to feed all the bunnies in the backyard and I don't have tulips (laughs) year after year because the bunnies are well fed, then that is just what that is. I would like to have tulips one year. But you have the cutest bunny. I do. So I take the bunnies over the tulips. And then we saw Cody and Sasha made an appearance at Wyndham. Well, we didn't see them making the appearance at Wyndham's. They came to Deception afterwards. And Felicia comes and is like, so first of all, James is okay. But he did go to the nurse. Yes. I love the fact, though, that Felicia and Liesl are Mm co-grandparenting. And Felicia's like, hey, you're a doctor. Would you mind checking out your grandson? Right. And she put him to bed with ginger ale and his favorite comic and then we see maxi struggling with the working mom guilt which is so fun yep but then cody and sasha take over the zoom mm-hmm. and yeah and then we saw lucy and scott talking about their past and oh, talking about serena no. I, i'm all for the serena we talked about this before if we have serena come back that would be great especially the holidays blah 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 right but whatever scott was like well, I would be supportive of you. I would make time for you. I was like, no, 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 we are not doing this again. I did like that Lucy finally fessed up to the fact that she enjoyed all the attention she would get at the nurse's ball. Yes. I like their characters. I like their characters being friends. Mm-hmm. I even like their characters being a little flirty at times, but I did not like whenever he kind of like was flirty. outright said it. And she was like, that was flirty. Woof. No, I don't know that I called that flirty because he kind of outright said like, I'd take care of you. I think that was it. That was it. Still confused at how Dante was a portrayal pioneer or tried to be. Tried to be. Whatever. He got kicked out and rather be playing baseball. Mm-hmm. All right. Do-do-do. Reality check. It was like a normal work week. Everything was fine with that. Um, what did we do? Oh, last week. Last Sunday would have been Madeline's birthday at my yep. mom's house. So she got spoiled like she always does. and then. She was sick a couple of days this week, so that was not fun. And then last night we made a Target run with Matt and his girlfriend. And then we went back to their house to watch a movie. And Madeline is 11 now, so she knows a lot of things. So I will let her watch PG-13 movies, depending on what it says the rating is for. Yeah. So Matt says, I was at the barber shop and they said... For Christmases. It has Reese mm-hmm. Witherspoon and whatever. And I, fun. Yes. Yeah. I have not watched it. Uh, PG-13. I'm like, okay. Like, I'm I'm pretty sure there's not going to be any extreme adult scenes or something like that in this movie. So, we can watch it with Madeline. Whew. Yeah. The ratings yeah. have changed. There's some uh-huh. conversation pieces in there um, that were funny. And I think most went over her head or whatever. Um, she was upset by the comment when um Ben Swan's character tells the nephews that there is no Santa because we're struggling with that right now. And I said to her that sometimes Christmas movies play that up because 
that is like a theme as kids get older and whatever. But Madeline actually this week got a Christmas letter. You want to tell your story? Yeah, so um, I sent a letter to Santa for my Christmas list, and I got a letter back from oh. him. That is so cool. I don't think I ever got a letter back. It oh. probably took forever for them to get there, though, back in our day. That's true. That's yeah. true. It's, it, must, it was it like two like, weeks ago yeah, that, that like, you mailed it? No, I mailed it like three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Okay, so yeah, her being homesick um, this week, she went and got the mail the one day, and she's like, look, I got a letter. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, I got a letter from Santa Claus. And sure enough, it was a letter from Santa Claus saying that her mommy and daddy must be proud of her because she's a good girl and that the elves are working hard to make the stuff on her list. That is so cool. So technology's great now. It is. They didn't have enough time to write back to us. They're like, all right, we just got all the stuff. It wasn't technology. She actually mailed a physical letter. No, no, no. I know. The fact that like moving the, the, it's moving faster and quicker. Yes. yes. So I was like, we had to send ours over the summer if we wanted any hope. <laughs> yep. So I, I was, cause she did, took it all upon herself to write the letter. Very nice. And, and I didn't even know what she'd put in it. So I was like, okay. And then Santa Claus wrote her back and I was, I was impressed. That's I said, awesome. I think I'm going to write him and pretend to be Madeline, tell him all the stuff I want. And then maybe I'll get it instead. Think that'll work. Oh man. So that's not fair. Anyway. So yeah. Uh, if you have a child under the age of 13, would not recommend Four Christmases as a movie because it's going to bring up the conversation that Madeline luckily had just got a letter from. So it avoided all of that. And yeah, but there's kids movies that do that. The Year Without a Santa. Right. Right. Exactly. I think it was just like the tone that he said it, that she was like, what? That's not true. I just got a letter. And I was right. like, yeah, you did. There, It's putting this in the movie because it adds to the whole climax. We just watched... The Christmas Chronicles and the older brother is like, no, no, there's no Santa. And then they catch Santa on video and have to help him. Oh, so. what about Santa Claus the movie? Yes. Such a good movie. Such a good movie. Yes. So. Or of a Santa Claus. Yes. Same. Same. She's going to start talking about he miser here in a second. That's the year without a Santa Claus. <laughs> you ever wonder what was Mother Nature doing, though, that she has he miser and snow miser? Because <laughs> they're stepbrothers. I mean, even Mother Nature can make mistakes in choosing her partner sometime, okay? But or we never hear about their mistakes. dads. Like, what happened know. there? I don't know. And what's but... that story? <laughs> There's a guy. Okay, no. There is a guy on TikTok. Hey, this is like a little segue into her Izzy. This guy cracks me up. He will ruin your childhood. No, he won't ruin it. He'll make you think about it. You would appreciate it the most because he does Bernstein Bear book reviews. No, no. <laughs> Rob Anderson. All right. This guy. All right. He rewatches, so he's also done like a lot of uh, Seven Heaven rewatches, oh, and he no. actually had Beverly Mitchell uh, kind of do like a guest star, but he does like movie reviews, like he did Casper. He he seriously has done like almost all the Bears Sea Bears books. Oh no! He does a ton of Seventh Heaven. He did the Mighty Ducks. It's so the one that he has Beverly Mitchell on is Lucy Gets Therapy. Okay, but I mean, he just he points out these ridiculous things, and he's where I got the oh yeah. What were the heat miser and snow miser's dads doing? <laughs> like, where where did they come from? So, alrighty. So, yep. anyway, yeah, that's just my movie recommendation. And uh, maybe if you hurry up and write your letter to Santa Claus, you can get one back. Who knows? So, what was your murder story? From Santa Claus to murder, <laughs> only on <laughs> on Pier Fifty. Did you ever watch Batman? That is definitely not a movie to watch with Madeline. No, <laughs> it's funny. No. It, okay, wait. It is not funny. But it is. Okay. It's it's adult humor. 
not even that. Okay, I guess you might have to have a special type of relationship with the people in the room that you're watching it with, too. Uh, okay. Because we kind of all sat there and went, my gosh, this is so messed up. What is happening right now? So, first we went and got my son. He is home for the next month from school. Short, sweet, to the point. Loved it. Had a great picking up him, all that stuff. So, on Wednesday, I went to the Chamber's annual meeting, and they always have some kind of entertainment, and this year it was a comedian. And he's just like, you know, comedians pick up people in the room to talk to about things. So, I was sitting next to one of my friends, and he's like, has anyone ever hit a deer? And she raises her hand, and... She's like, he's like, how fast were you going? She's like, 10 miles an hour. I'm like, are you kidding me? (laughs) Which is pretty much her whole thing. Right. Minutes later, I mean, topic and topic and topic later, we're sitting in the very back row too. So like we have our tables, but it's three or four tables back. Okay. So typically it's the people in the front are the ones who get talked to, not the people in the back. So then a couple topics later, he winds up talking to this girl like two tables over. Well, I didn't, I had seen her walk in, but I hadn't had a chance to talk to her yet. And he's, so her and her husband own funeral homes and I'm friends with them. Like I've been friends with them for over 20 years. And so he connected like the deer and the, and so I'm like, and he's like, you just waved to her? Why, why did you just wave to her? He's like, okay, I guess you know, or whatever, blah, blah, topic, topic, topic later. Then he's like, you know, there's a lot of true crime on Netflix and like people love watching these true crime things. And I did, I must've done something that like caught him at the right time. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if my friend who was sitting behind me, like we were at a, was like, (laughs) (laughs) because I'm just like, "Mm," putting my head down. He's like, so you watch true crime documentaries. I was like, yeah. He's like, like serial killers and stuff. I was like, yeah. And I wasn't going to say, and podcasts. (laughs) I refrained. And he said, you know, what's really weird is that sometimes people wind up having a favorite serial killer. And he's like, do you have, and I'm, oh, I'm no. laughing at this point because I was just so, you guys have all heard me. I laugh to the point where I squeak and I cry. Like, I don't cry, but you know, like I got tears in my eyes. I'm crying yeah. and I'm not talking because I'm barely breathing. And I'm like, mm-hmm. he's like, okay, so who's your favorite serial killer? And I'm like, H, H, Holmes. He's like, who the heck is that? <laughs> so first of all, he was America's first serial, serial killer. But I forgot to say that part. And I'm like, he had a murder castle during the World's Fair. But again, during my laughing, crying. Right, right. And he's like, a murder castle during what? (laughs) And I'm like, the World's Fair. And he's like, I ask you your favorite serial killer. And you go back to what? And I'm like, the World's Fair. He's like, and when was that? Like the 1800s? He's like, does anyone else in this room even know who she's talking about? And he's like, okay, so did he get caught? And I started to, I stopped myself because I was going to be like, well, not for that. But I went, I went, well, yes. And I just shut it down. (laughs) She's like, well, you know, there's women that actually like fall in love with serial killers. And like they said that they want to marry them, marry them and everything. I think he was expecting me to say that Ted Bundy was my favorite serial killer, Uh, which is not true. No. It's H.H. Holmes, which is a legit fact that I've had this conversation with somebody before. And He's just like making so much fun of me. And I mean, I have known so many of the people in the room for a long time. Uh-huh. They had no clue. <laughs> I'm not shy about it, but right. it's not, not an everyday stuff. topic. No. And yet in front of the entire chamber of commerce <laughs> on a Wednesday afternoon, uh-huh. we have now learned that Shannon likes H.H. H. Holmes. Doesn't like, but his story is like one of my favorites. It sounds so messed up when you say it. <laughs> and it's, 
because he had a murder castle during the World's Fair, the first World's Fair in Chicago. Oh, because he was like, oh, well, is he from Pittsburgh? Like, maybe is that why? Right. No. 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 But he was actually ultimately caught, I believe, for insurance fraud. So. Yes, we've had this conversation before. <laughs> so. I was roasted in front of the entire Chamber of Commerce. I love it. For my knowledge of serial killers. But then he's like, so women, you know, oh, they most frequently say that they love. And like this one girl was like, oh, I would have married. Oh, oh, well, who's the hot one? And I went, Ted Bundy. And he's like, yeah, I know. I just wanted to hear you say it. <laughs> so that was fun. Oh, that is great. It was funny, but great. Yeah. So. Join us on Thursday as we talk with Lenny from the All General Hospital TikTok page. I'm so excited. Account, page, whatever it is. Whatever. So have a good week. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at pier54podcast at gmail.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.